Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you with another episode. Corey, um, what's what's special about it? I don't know. Nothing special about it. And Nothing honestly, that's kind, of, that's, that's kind of the great thing about it at, the, at this stage. It's just, hey man, we're here. We're back for another week. We're doing another yeah. episode. It's Arcade Cozy. It's, it's the um, consistency. That's the yeah, honestly, it's just really nice. Yeah, it's just we're here. We're hanging out. We're talking about video games we played this week. We're and yeah, it's it's a good time. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it definitely feels like it. It feels like we've gotten into the groove where it's like, okay, we are we are the cozy incarnate at this part at this we point because we've you know we we're fitting into that yeah we're fitting into that schedule we're fitting into the routine we don't have to wow you with anything incredible we just have to be here we will but we don't yeah. have to i mean it's going to be every yeah. time that's the default um but yeah Corey, how's your uh how's your week been uh it's been an interesting week um we have semi adopted a dog um, oh, oh yeah, I think I saw your Instagram. It was like a small bearded fellow, wasn't it? Yeah, it's he I what was it? It was like last Tuesday I was working out and I got out of the shower. My wife was like, come outside, but without Dexter, who is our dog now. Um and so I walked outside and sure enough there's this little like raggedy mutt covered in mud having okay a pissing contest and i mean that literally with our neighbor's dog <laughs> and um i got him food and water and he came in and ate all the food drank all the water and kind of looked at us and i'm like well what do we do um and so yeah we gave him a couple of baths um we put him up for the night and we went asked around called shelters posted nothing no one no one wants okay. him so i guess we do um, my wife has named him. Um, so he might be staying. We will see. Okay. <laughs> um, he has a vet appointment tomorrow. Um, okay. but she has named him Corrado, AKA Corrado. uncle June, uncle June from Sopranos. Oh, very nice. Look at you guys. So yeah. Uh, he's a sweet boy. He's very, very nice. Very, very kind. Loves cuddles all around top tier. Good boy. Um, were you at all um i mean just a just a pivot a little bit i mean i know you guys are into the sopranos were you guys at all i mean disappointed it's it sounds mean to phrase it this way but the fact that uh seemingly like multiple actors from um the sopranos <laughs> from yeah like old like old kind of like my i mean james con and um other guy i can't remember his james, name because i uh, james uh, gandalfini he passed away yeah a long time yeah. ago um well there was, yeah, an, there was another one though um uh yeah polly he passed away yesterday uh his name's yeah. tony um which is interesting um yeah. but yeah he passed um, away yesterday polly yeah. what a great character yeah it just made me think about that i it, yeah. it seems it's just We're almost done with Sopranos. Strange. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Look at you. Yeah, he he is now Uncle June. Uh, Very nice. She wanted to name him something different from uh, a character in the earlier seasons. I'm like, we can't name him that. Bomb and Sarah. And so, if you know who that who that one is, um, he's Uncle P. I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. Okay. Okay. 
if uh, if you haven't watched The Sopranos, go walk, don't run. To, you, you actually to should it. watch The Sopranos. It is incredible. Yeah. Um, definitely lives up to the hype. Uh, final season we're on, so we'll see how it wraps up. Okay, very nice. Look at you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You've been playing anything fun, exciting this this uh, this week, Corey? Um, I mean, yeah, I've been playing a lot of things that are fun. Uh, played a little uh, bit more. Uh, yeah, I'm still working my way through the lands between. Don't worry, people. Um, uh, but yeah, played more of Fire Emblem Three Hopes. I'm now in part two, chapter like 12, 13. So I'm almost done, um, which is nice. Uh, my wife, while also, you know, semi-adopting a dog, also surprised me with a, a set of Game Boy Advance games for my newly and recently recovered uh, Game Boy Advance. So I, I did a, see that. That was very exciting. Yeah, I played a couple of those. Uh, it was uh, Spyro, a new a, a Dragon's Beginning, a new beginning, uh, mm-hmm. a Dragon Ball Z game. Yep. Uh, Legacy of Goku. Sh- sh- yep, yeah. It plays okay. Uh, Shrek Kart, which plays like ass. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it is brutal. Yep. A uh, side-scrolling Spider-Man. Um, that kind of feels like a mobile game. Uh, plays pretty okay. well, honestly. Okay. Um, and what? And uh, Lego Star Wars, the uh, the prequel series, and that actually plays really surprisingly very well. Okay. Um, very nice. So those are my quick little reviews on those five games. Haven't played a ton, about 15, 20 minutes of each. Um, but it was a very kind surprise. Look um, at that of her. Um. So yeah, I. My Game Boy Advance collection is now regrowing. Look at you. Um, Look at me. So had you like sold off most of your like old Game Boy Advance games or did you ever, you know, play the Game Boy Advance all that much? I don't know where they are. I I found like the the console, but the games, who knows? Okay. Um, I will be hunting for them. Okay. Uh, Yeah. They they might have, my parents might have sold them off. I have no clue. Um, okay. <laughs> no clue at all. My brother probably has tons of them just hidden away as well that were yeah. mine, and he now has them. He's like, "Well, you haven't looked for them for years, so clearly they're mine now." Um, which, to be fair, that is a a decent approach amongst siblings to an extent. Yeah, and that's how it happens a lot. I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff that I am missing from whenever I was younger that is in that weird like liminal space in my mind of like, did I lose this? Did I sell it? Did my, like, there are some instances where it's like, like Pokemon yellow. I remember like owned Pokemon yellow. I owned all of the Pokemon games across time for a very long period of time. Um, and it's very difficult for me to remember like, which ones did I sell? Which ones did I, whatever. Um, but like my Pokemon Yellow, the last time I remember seeing it, I remember like I did something. I was like a bad boy. And I remember like my mom taking it and I think just like hiding it for the weekend. Just being like, you know, we're not yeah. we're not doing this like you can get this back, you know, whenever. And I don't remember seeing it after that. So I don't know if like my mom took it and then forgot where it it was or threw it in the trash or like, I don't think that was the case, but it's also too, it's like, I can't remember a moment past that, that I had any memory of yellow. So like in my mind, that's where it is. Like it was 
my mom lost it and it's hidden in her house somewhere. That's that's where my mind is with it. Um, I mean, probably. But who knows? So, yeah, who I, don't knows? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, Corey. Um, I also I haven't been you. playing like a, a ton, a ton. I... Um, started i mean i guess we i guess we can bleed into it just like go on what we've been playing um to just to preface it for people so they can look forward to something um yeah in the back half of the show first half yeah let's talk about what we've been playing back half the show um we're going to talk about some of the games we may have missed from this year a couple of games that you know for whatever reason just you know kind of slipped through we haven't made time for but are planned like games that we would like to play before the end of the year um to have that good old goatee discussion um yeah but yeah my um so i finished three hopes um has been playing games he says yeah i finished three hopes to be fair i was very close to finishing three hopes when we recorded last week um but i finished three hopes and i will say i was happy like i was very happy with the overall like direction of the game like i think it like i think overall like again we if you want to listen to us talk at length about three hopes listen to our episode last week but like we we both seemed pretty surprised at the fact that three hopes was good um like even beyond the you know i mean take away the i mean the combat's fun but even take away that i mean the story is just more three houses like it still has like really good quality and just all that kind of stuff and that was kind of the thing that i took away from it was like honestly in some ways it felt better because at least going through the golden deer route there was a lot less emphasis on the as they call them in the game those who slither in the dark the like dark entities um who were kind of like whereas like in the in three houses i mean it's very early on that they're presented and then they are a presence throughout with three hopes in in my line it was very much like they're presented at the beginning and there's significant amount of time where they just are not present in the story at all like it's th- okay. occasionally maybe you see yeah. a cutscene where it's like, you know, they vaguely mention them, but they do not have a presence for a significantly long period of the game. And it allows them, or I guess what that means largely is that they're digging a lot more into the like story and the dynamic and the conflict of what's actually happening between these kingdoms instead of this third party like darkness entity that's just kind of feeding into everything yeah um and so like i think it really i don't know it it seemed to like round out that entire conflict a little bit better um again i don't know i mean for each of the routes it could be different i who knows but at least like on the golden deer side like it seemed to really like broaden that out to where i was like oh this is like i'm enjoying this a lot like this is really i'm really interested in the take that this has on the overall story so it's a little so in the black eagle routes those who slither in the dark are like a big part i would say never in terms of like seeing 
like them, like you don't see them, but they are yeah. constantly like in conversations, in discussions, always on the okay. periphery of like the main conflict. There's always like some sort of like talk about them. So okay. that is a bit interesting when compared to in the three houses game, those who Slytherin and Dark are a big part of the Black Eagles route, but they are, they are kind of, they come in real, real late. Um, if I if I'm remembering correctly, they come in real late and then kind of wrap up pretty quickly with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like, um, at least in the, the golden deer wrote on this one. I mean, there are times where legitimately even I forgot them about them like yep. it would get to the end of a chapter and there would be this vague like one line and it's like oh yeah like yeah. Oh, those nice. I, I remember didn't didn't tomas didn't he have something yeah. like remember tomas and then it would just fade out and then we would go back to yep. like whatever um and yeah it, it was kind of strange in that regard but honestly like it was it felt kind of like a big breath of fresh air where it's just like okay like we're really digging into this conflict a little bit more and especially with the golden deer they also have the added conflict in that they're like they have a significant portion both in three houses and in this where they're at conflict with their like eastern border they're the almirans um which are you know i i don't really know their story but they're kind of like a mountainous you know, they're seen yep. as this like exotic group of, um, their words, not mine, like savages, yep. um, who are, you know, encroaching and trying to just like raid their territory. Um, and so like, there's a lot more of that. There's a lot more like kind of like thickening up those side of things, but yeah, I very much enjoyed it. Very nice. much. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to do our spoiler talk for that yeah. next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to to finish it up. I I did take uh, your advice and have dropped Shez slash Damien for everything outside of like the main story where you have to have him. Yeah, um, and just rotate between yeah. all of them. I have found the brawler classes are the funnest to play. Yeah, by by like a good bit. Yeah, I um yeah my favorite. Because, I mean, that was one of my, like, I I fell in the minority in that, like, I really liked the Golden Deer, like, core group, even in the mm-hmm. original game. So, like, Raphael, there are not a lot of, like, just brawlers just oh, on the surface. I mean, like, Caspar and Raphael are kind of, like, it in a, in a sense. It, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, but I would play a lot with Raphael. Um, did you ever play the... Um, Ashen Wolves DLC for three houses. I have not, but there um, I recruited. Uh, what's his name? Ooh, but he's a brawler. That's what I can't yeah, remember. Balthus. Balthus. Um, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Balthus ended up like through this. I mean, I used so whenever I did my second playthrough, I did the Ashen Wolves stuff in three houses, okay. and I recruited all of them. Um, but yeah, in this, like Balthus was. If he had any sort of advantage, like even if it was just like barely any in there, I was like, you're going like you just you're in here. You're doing it. Um, That's what it was for me with Felix and my two playthroughs in three houses. 
Felix, not as, I think it says sword master, but not the master class. It's if he stays at the advanced class of like the swordsman, I'm Chris. I'm not exaggerating when I say I would just leave him on his own on like one side of the map. Not even on one side of the map. I would just like hold everyone in one spot. I'm like, Felix, I'm just moving you forward. And he would cut down everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Like he was just merciless. OP through the roof. It was like him with like a killing edge or something like that. It was, he was unstoppable. A one man army. I Felix was my dancer in my uh blue That's hilarious. playthrough. Yeah. I, he was my I dancer. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of well and now he that I'm, kicked some booty, let me tell you. I what. believe it. He yeah. dude's a dude's a beast. <laughs> yep. No matter what what way. I kind of want to do another run where I make Bernadetta a brawler yeah. just yeah. for yeah. like giggles. Yeah. That's what I want to do on my last playthrough is like just completely go against the grain like dorothea being like a big fortress, fortress knight, knight. Yeah. um you know just everybody being the complete opposite caspar is the dancer yep yep um I like it. yeah that's that's exactly what i want um but yeah the other thing i've been playing and uh cough cough um almost finished uh cuphead oh. yeah look at um, you so I started, I had never played Cuphead at all. Like, um, I've always been well aware of Cuphead and very like, I've loved Cuphead from a distance for a long time. And I think the, I mean, the main reason that I never played it was just it originally came out and it was um, an Xbox One exclusive or it was on PC. And then it took a while before it came to Switch and PlayStation consoles now it's on everything, um, and I just never had the incentive to actually go and play it. Um, but with the Delicious Last Course DLC yeah. that just came out, um, which adds like new bosses, adds a new playable character, um, it felt like a good opportunity to just dive in and play it. Um, so I've been playing it. I haven't touched the... Like, you can play the... DLC pretty quickly. Like you can, I think you only have to be like one or two bosses before you can actually go and do that content. Cause it's like on a separate quote unquote, like Island. Um, okay. <clears throat> but I'm playing through like the game proper and then I'll go do that. Um, so I am like, to my knowledge, I am on the last boss of the original game. Um, so it has been like, I've been playing it over the last couple of days. It's not, I don't really know. Like I knew about the hard bosses, but I didn't necessarily know what else. Like in my mind, the game was like these long levels. And at the end of the level was this hard boss. Like that's what was going on in my mind. And that isn't how it is. Like there are a couple of, I would say there may be like four or five platforming levels okay throughout the game um where you can go that i mean i believe are also like entirely optional but you go and you get like coins as rewards that you can use at the shop um that are also very hard but whenever you are fighting bosses it is just you click on their thing it's a boss it's oh, like a okay, i mean it's okay. it's basically like you're going through this overworld and just 
fight. Yeah, I mean, kind of like a boss rush sort of thing. Because like the main conceit of the game, I I have always been kind of radio silent on it beyond like the beautiful art style. But like, you know, um, Cuphead and Mugman get in trouble with the casino and kind of uh, partner this deal with the devil to like collect from his from the debtors that are uh, that owe him. Yeah. Um, so all the bosses that you fight owe money to the devil and you're fighting them to essentially collect on these contracts. Um, so you're going through and you're like, you're going essentially to their like domain and picking fights with them. Um, and it is like, you know, it, it is sufficiently hard but not as hard, I think, as I thought it was going to be. Um, like, I think it's, I think it was played up so much that this is like, I mean, just yeah. so hard. Like, this is the hardest thing. And it definitely feels like one of those games where it's like, it is hard. Like, you go, there are plenty of times where I'm going into a boss and I will fight them and I will get just slammed and it'll be like, it'll mm-hmm. show a bar of like how far into the fight you were. And it was like, I wasn't even a 10th of the way through the fight, like has four phases and I didn't even make it yeah. through halfway of phase one. Um, and, but it definitely feels like a game where it's like, if you have the patience, like I would be very surprised if anybody's like skillful enough to just go in blind and just boom, 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 boom. I got it. Like, but yeah. it feels like one of those games where if you are patient, regardless of like skill level and stuff, you can go in and beat these bosses because there are like, I mean, the game is tough, but there are enough like weapons and like equipable charms, quote unquote, that allow you to kind of like change up the way the game is being played that I think do allow you to, um, like if you're not as skilled in a certain area, be able to kind of like, move the needle more your direction. Um, Like a a case in point with that, like there is a weapon that you can unlock that like auto targets the enemy, like does not a ton of damage, but auto targets the enemy. So if it's like, okay, well I'm having a lot of trouble dodging things and trying to aim and shoot. So I'm just going to like get really good at dodging things and just let this thing auto attack for me essentially okay. like yeah. um it'll take longer but that's also an option like you can do that you can and there's also like a simple mode and there's like i guess the regular mode which was the original difficulty um so there there are a couple of different options there and i've heard i'm not familiar with it but i i have heard like there are some complaints with some of that accessibility just because i think there's some content that you can only play like some of the bosses that you can only Mm -hmm. fight if you've beaten the other bosses on regular. So if you go through and you beat them all on simple, there's still some that you can only beat on regular. You have to have beaten on regular. Um, So that's kind of a bummer, but it's, it is one of those things where like um, you go into it, you kind of know what you're expecting, I guess, like with the difficulty. And again, like it's, it is something where I feel like if you're patient enough, you can, you can make it through like you like, can make it yeah. through most of these things. Um, but yeah, I mean the, it, it feels unreal to play. Like just looking at it, it feels like it just, I don't know. It's such a, it's such a weird thing that like this art style that we've grown away from over yeah. the last like century 
is now considered this like artistic achievement that we can like replicate this yeah. level of like this crust and this level of like grain and noise and you know, that hand-drawn art style that has like imperfections to it. Yep. But it's like watching it, watching like, you know, the screen tears that are happening, watching, like listening to the muffled, like the, just the, you know, barbershop quartet music and like listening to all this kind of stuff. It is so incredible. Like just thinking of this actually being a game that you're playing. Um, and it, and it reminds me in that way of like hollow Knight, where hollow Knight was, is also yeah. like, it's a different style, mm-hmm. but hollow Knight also had a lot of hand-drawn visuals and stuff and feels like a game that like feels like it, it isn't a game. Like it feels like you're playing a drawing of a sort. Like it doesn't feel like something you're just, you should even be playing. Um, so yeah, I mean, from the spectacle perspective, I mean, in and of itself, like that's, that's enough to pull it up and play it just because like boss animations are beautiful and just like going through that whole thing is kind of like a, um, it's a thing in and of itself. Like, um, but, and I, and I think I'm also like, as I'm talking, I'm also realizing yeah. because like, you know, I'm very, I think like, cause I'm not like a, I want to play hard games type of person, but like I grew are up you? on games. Well, like I play them because mm-hmm. like, it's something that I like. I like the challenge, but like whenever yeah. I sit down and I'm like, I need like hard games. I need to be competitive. I need to be like, that isn't at a core of like me okay. enjoying games. I think a lot of it comes from this like nostalgic era because like this game reminds me a lot of playing games like, Mega Man X and Sunset yeah. Riders mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. all of these old Super Nintendo games where you were in these like bullet hell fights yep. with very limited mobilities and very limited like tool sets. And the games were not like those were just games. They weren't considered hard or easy. Like they were just, this is what a game is yep. <laughs> at this time. Yep. And like there is a nostalgic factor where like playing something like a Soulsborne game or playing something like this, I think scratches that like going up against hard bosses and overcoming that challenge and learning the patterns and learning the ways to really kind of like overcome that. Like that's, I think that's always the thing that resonates with me. And I think it's the, I think it's a thing also too, where I understand there are plenty of people that don't feel that way. But like, I think that, I think that's something that I kind of realized playing Cuphead and looking at, I'm like, okay, this may be, where that comes from where i just yep. really enjoy that kind of like almost boss rush aspect because it is like you know pattern recon- recognition it is like it's less of the twitchy skill stuff because like yep. i'm i'm an old man now i'm i sh- have no right to be playing <laughs> twitchy skill based anything Fair. um yeah, yeah. but but I mean, a lot of it isn't a lot of it's, you know, again, pattern recognition is just, you have the patience, you can do it, you can get there. Um, in most cases. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it, Corey. Good. I, I loved all of that. That was yep. incredible, <laughs> incredible take also. And just like, you don't have to get good. Just be patient and yeah. you'll get there. And, what, and again, like there, there's, it comes people- with a big, there's some people who are yeah, like, no, you have to get good at this game. And you're like, no, you don't. I'm no. Bad at it, but and, I'm, I'm just patient. There's a big difference. Yeah. 
Well, and I mean, that's the thing with like Elden Ring that I think was like yes. <laughs> really wonderful was that like even more so, I mean, Elden Ring is not a, not an accessible game by any means. There are still people who are like going to butt up against it because of like physical limitations or, you know, whatever it is, but it definitely takes the approach more than any other Dark Souls game of saying, we do not care how you beat this. You can summon this Ash thing. You can summon this NPC. You can summon this guy. You can cheese it. You can. Oh, I've cheesed so many things. Yeah, just do it. There's this big antler knight. I don't know if I've told the story, but this big antler knight in a tunnel. Just Uh two hitting me kind of a thing. And I found a spot to where I could spam um, the giant magic arrow at him from a distance and he would like come towards me but would like auto out and come back to the same spot and it took me a good like 20 minutes um but i killed him and i had no business doing that did it there's it's like this bridge where there's a carrion knight and then it's like this big antler knight like back to back killed both of them just from a distance and it was incredible very proud of myself and then I went into the next boss arena and got absolutely manhandled. So, yeah. you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. And I, I mean, <clears throat> and that's the thing with it is like, at the end of the day, games should be enjoyed, should have the freedom to be enjoyed by everybody, regardless of your limitations. And that is also the beneficial thing. Again, haven't played the the delicious last course DLC, but that's the thing that i'm hearing from a lot of people is that um the third character so you can play as in the Mm -hmm. original game you can play as cuphead or mugman i've been playing as mugman because i dig his aesthetic a little bit more okay um but they play the same they're just reskins of the same character um the third character is Chalice. chalice yeah who is a character that exists in the game proper but is like is not a playable character is just somebody right. that you see. Um, but you can play as her and apparently like her move set is different to the point where it's like, it feels like I've heard people say going back to older bosses where like they weren't designed with her move set in mind makes them significantly easier in some cases. In some cases I've heard it makes her, makes them harder because of the way that she moves in comparison to right. the others. But still it's, it's designed to be something where it's like, okay, here is like, she has a little bit extra health. She has like a double jump. She has like things that the other characters didn't. So it's also like, it's, it adds a little bit on top of it to say it's, you know, this is another option. This is something that's, you know, if you're having trouble with the base game, maybe play as her, maybe she'll mm-hmm. be able to help you again. It's like, it's not like a full hundred percent, like making it perfect and like anybody can play this but i think it does like at least from everything i've heard and playing the original game myself like it does seem like there's a lot of stuff there where most people given just a little bit of time a little bit of patience like you can get through it you'll make it um and that's you know not every game is like that you know i.e sekiro I don't think Sekiro is just a patience game. I think Sekiro (laughs) is a full on, like you have to be, you have to master Sekiro. Yeah. Sekiro. You have to master Sekiro. Sekiro. (laughs) Um, 
but which I I mean no, again love Sekiro, did. but I will I will be the first to admit that Sekiro is not friendly to anybody who is not like Sekiro, digging on what it's putting down. Sekiro is hostile to yeah. everyone. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, but no, all of that just Chef's Kiss. I want to yeah. play Cuphead. Yeah. It is on yeah. my list, and I have the itch for it. So, oh yeah, the itch. For that cup, for Mig Mugman's cup, I don't know what that means. Yes, that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Corey, speaking of, good segue. Um, we're yeah. gonna take a break. After the break, we're gonna talk about a couple of games from this year so far that we may have missed that we would like to play before the end of the year. Maybe Corey's is Cuphead, the delicious last course. Maybe he wants to get up on Maybe that. Maybe it is Ms. Chalice business. Who knows? But uh, yeah. Find out after the break. Yeah. Alrighty, we're back. Corey, games, have you played? At, let me ask you this question. Have uh, you played okay. every game you want to play this year? No. Have you? No. Okay. No. Well, no. <laughs> I, that was an easy layup right there. Just I no, know. Look at that. Absolutely. Yeah. I ask easy no. questions to make you look smart. Um, I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we've, I mean, I feel like I've been rolling with games this year. Um, see, I feel like I haven't, I feel like I've been way off my game, just way off. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of timed out this way with, you know, last year we were remodeling a house most weekends. I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. Um, this year we have plenty of other life stuff that's going on, but a little bit less of the like physical taking up all of my time stuff. Yeah. So I've had, feel like I've had a little bit more time. Also, I think a lot of the stuff that I'm playing is more, I think last year I played a lot more PlayStation stuff this year. I think I've played a lot of switch stuff. So that also stuff helps. Um, so yeah, but Corey, um, what, what, are, what's something that you are, that you've heard a lot of things about or that you've been wanting to play, haven't played yet, but are going to make time for before the okay. end of the year. Um, I, so I think my first one's probably going to be Tunic. Uh, it came out, what, March, February? Something um, like that. Yes. Somewhere around there. It's set to come to PlayStation and I think Switch in October, I believe. Sep- September, I think. Okay, September. Um, yeah. But yeah, tunic. Um, the art style I was just, just tunic, and it showed me a bunch of clothings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did come out in March. But, is coming yeah. out in September, maybe. Okay, that's it. You keep yeah. going. I'm not going to interrupt no, you. No, <laughs> I mean it gives me big uh, Death Door vibes, which I just absolutely adored last year the art style looks incredible it looks very whimsical um so to speak very fun and all around just feels like um it i would say i've had like a tough time like getting through like the bigger games this year um but like these like 10 to like 15 hour games i feel like i have just like munched and like ran through anytime i get my hands Uh on one and this definitely I know falls into that category. So I know it's something that I can easily like get through. It's falling into like my like, cup of tea at the moment and all around it has like very good reviews. And so tunic is 
definitely uh, something I would need to play before the end of the year because I know it will be on my game of the year list, like without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Um, Tunic's also on mine. I think it's, um, or on a list that I'm would make. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it definitely kind of, we both really enjoyed death store, um, and tunic even more so like it's been in development so long. Like I've seen stuff on it for so long that it's just like, it seems really neat. And there's, there's also stuff like maybe playing the game. Like there's plenty of it that I would bounce off of, but there's some things in there that people have, like kind of levied complaints about like some of the obtuseness and some of the, like, you know, it has a made up language and you have to go and look through this manual and find these things. Like some of that really does speak to me though. Like I like some of those elements in games where it's, where it isn't explicitly spelling it out. Um, and maybe in practice, maybe it's super frustrating. Who knows? Um, we'll find out, but that is something about it where I'm like, Hey, this sounds really neat. Like this sounds like something I could really like get excited about. Yeah, no, I mean, even I've heard those complaints as well. And it sounds like even with that, it it sounds more of just like, oh, I have to just go through like three menus to figure it out. And not that it's like any sort of a point of difficulty. It's just more a tedious aspect from what I've seen. Right. And I yeah. can deal with tedious. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can. Uh, um, but yeah, that's just one of mine. Uh, what all, what you got, what are you needing to get in before? Um, I well, guess like I like said, December 17th when we do yeah, our go. Yeah. Um, tunics in there. Um, another one that, uh, I really want to get in is the Stanley parable colon Ooh. ultra deluxe edition. Yeah. Um, the yeah. main reason, so the Stanley Parable, for anybody who is unaware of it, was like this pretty short game that came out like earlier last decade, like 2012, 2013, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, it's like a first person game. You work in like an office, but it's supposed to be and it's it's kind of as best as I'm aware, like it's kind of just a walking sim thing. It's yep. not like a there's not a whole lot to it. But the big thing that always like it was just raved upon because it it's very like subversive about the gaming genre. Um, you know, the story splits off and it plays a lot of like it plays a lot of things from how I always heard it described is it's one of the games that can only be presented as a game. Like it's one of the yeah. one of those stories that like it can't be translated to a TV show or anything like that. Like it's a, it is something that you have to play to truly appreciate. Um, I never did. Um, I think partially because again, like we're not big PC players um, or don't have like, you know, we don't have access to some of that as well. Um, And it's only just now coming to consoles, I think with the ultra deluxe edition. Um, And so the ultra deluxe edition is like a, I mean, it it kind of, I think on the surface you kind of think, okay, well it's just, it's the console version. Like it is that game coming to consoles. And from what I understand from everybody that's played it, that's played it is like, no, it is a, it is 
It is the same Stanley parable, but also a different Stanley parable. And it's okay. very aware of the fact that it's coming out like in 2022. It's very okay. effective what it is. It's very aware of like what people expect from it. And it definitely seems like if you played the ultra deluxe edition, whether you've played the original or not, you're going to go into it and just have like this really like just credible experience playing it. Just like okay. the, that kind of thing. Um, and also like it's, I think it's written by some of the, maybe the guys or some of the guys that wrote um, like the portal portal two. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it has a lot of humor has really good writing. That's honestly like portal two. I lo- I mean, I love portal in general, but like portal two, especially for all of the writing and the jokes and the story and all that, that's something that I really like remember the most from the game. So yeah, I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be a huge time commitment to play Stanley Parable yep. Ultra Deluxe, um, but I definitely have plans to do so here before too long because I think okay. it's like, I really want to see what it's about. And it definitely seems like one of those games that um, if you are a gamer gamer and you appreciate games, you need to play it because it is a commentary on gaming interesting and you as a gamer i hadn't um, considered it before but i think you've sold me on it i feel like uh it's now making my list of i need to i need to jump on this yeah um yeah i and everything i've heard i mean people talk about like um you have to like to talk about what is so special about the ultra deluxe package is to spoil the ultra deluxe package so sure, I, it's yeah. not like i it's not like i'm like it's not like I really even know much about it other than the core kind of conceit of the game. But, you know, there are enough people who are, who are like, this is, this is something that you need to experience. If you appreciate games, you know, that's enough for me to be like, okay, like I need to, okay. I need to experience it. Cause I appreciate it's games. Required reading. Yeah. Yeah. You might say, um, what else you got? Anything else that you're like super yeah. excited for? Um, yeah, and so I we talked about it months ago now, and I've played it all, a little bit already, but I want to go back and like play, play um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, okay. And so I really enjoy, I played like three hours maybe, maybe four of it. Really, really dug it, but kind of got caught up in all the other releases that were just kind of cycling through and Elden Ring and everything with that. Yep. And so I want to go back, I want to finish it. I know like it I it is my cup of tea. I really yeah, it's just it's there. I own it and it's just waiting for me to play it. Um yeah, yeah. and I mean I've talked about it before. Um, you know, big Dungeons and Dragons guy. This the game understands the heart of D D. The combat is very just borderlands, but with a little bit of magic. Um but yeah, altogether like I'm I was sold on it. I have that itch to go back. But also, I'm like, I have to finish Elden Ring. And then once I do that, I will set it away and be done with it for forever. (laughs) I don't mean that that in a bad way. I mean, like, it's so good, but it's just, like, so immense that I'm like, I can't wrap my head around it half the time. Yeah. Yeah. I understand Um, that. I get it. Yeah. What about you? What's next? What's next for you? I mean, I... I don't know if I will make time for tiny Tina's before the end of the year, but I, it is one that I, um, do want to play. Like I've enjoyed 
I, I enjoy Borderlands formula in general. And like, um, you know, I've kind of like, I mean, I played most, of I played most, most, if not all of Borderlands two, a couple times by myself. Okay. Like, I mean, it's not like I was just playing it with a bunch of people. I think I like had some drop in, drop out here and there, but I would say probably 90% of it, at least I was playing by myself and loved it. Like enjoyed it a ton. Um, so like I could get behind that. And I think also, I know it's still just like a fresh coat of paint on top of the same sort of mechanics, but like, you know, playing in that fantasy world and going through that same kind of stuff. I mean, that's, it's novel. I would, you know, I'd like to like to do that. Could be fun. Yeah, Who knows? Nice. I'll do it. Okay. But um, yeah, the uh the next big one that kind of comes to mind for me is uh Rogue Legacy 2. Yes. Uh Rogue Legacy 2. Yes. It is in I don't know if it's on I don't know if it's out of early early access yet, if it's gotten a full so. release, but um yeah, Rogue Legacy 2 is the follow-up game to Rogue Legacy 1. Um, a, like, Castlevania, like, colorful Castlevania-style roguelike game that probably, like, was one of the first roguelike games that yeah. I played. Um, and the the interesting thing about it was you would you're like adventuring into this big castle and your goal is to like take down these big bosses and open up this big door and like conquer this keep. Um, but at the start of each run, you get these random three like choices of who you can be for that run. And it's a random combination of like, it's a class that you've unlocked. So maybe it's a warrior and a mage and somebody else. And like they're cooked at this weapon and they may have, and they have these like character quirks and some of them could be really good. Like maybe whenever you hit somebody, it knocks them across the room or maybe it could be something really bad. Like they have quote unquote vertigo and your character is on the ceiling the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just, or like, you know, has, uh, tunnel vision so you can only see like five feet in in front of you um so it's stuff like so i mean like it was a thing where it was like okay you know you went into some like you felt kind of screwed going into some of the runs because it was just like a bunch of stuff you didn't necessarily want um but it was a very interesting kind of like novel sort of thing rogue legacy 2 i know like i think whenever it first released because it came out in early access. I think whenever it first released, there were a lot of people who were like, yeah, it doesn't really feel all that great or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But apparently like now, and again, I, I, it may be in full release now, but at least in the state that it is right now, people are very hot on it. They're like, yeah. oh, this is really good. Like, I mean, it's okay. Rogue Legacy, but like it's really good Rogue Legacy. And um, and also, I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for roguelikes as well. Same. Like, yeah. I could eat them up. Um, and so going back to Rogue Legacy again, I think, I mean, it's not like I ever beat Rogue Legacy one, um, but Rogue Legacy, playing that again, kind of with a fresh coat of thing, coming at it with like a potentially better version with new eyes. And like, I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't know if I'll have the chance to play it before the end of the year, just because 
Um, I'm not sure if it'll come to anything that I have. Um, cause okay. I think right now yeah. it's just on steam and Xbox. Yeah, I think so. Um, so if it comes to, I mean, the original rogue legacy is on switch and PlayStation yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, like it'll come eventually, but you know, who knows whether or not I'll play before the year, but if I have the chance, I will. Okay. Nice. No, yeah, yeah. I think I want to as well. I've seen nothing but just killer reviews about it so far. So yeah. 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 I'm in. Yeah. Good deal. Ooh. What else you got? Um, last one, I think for me, a uh, game that just came out and we've talked about it very recently, but a uh, neon white, uh-huh. um, yeah, is, neon white. and I think I'll be playing that the free game for freaks. Exactly. Uh, I think I'll be playing that after I wrap up a uh, fire emblem. So I don't know if it really counts, but it's one I'm like, I have to get this in also oh, yeah. before yeah. the end of the year. And so once I wrap up fire emblem here, hopefully maybe tomorrow, um okay uh again i'm i think i have like four chapters left so um might be a couple maybe another day or two um okay but i think i'll go pick up neon white and play that um very nice kind of right away yeah i love it sweet yeah Yeah, um yeah the the only one the other the only other one that comes immediately to mind is um vampire survivors yeah um which mm-hmm. is also like a big kind of been taking up like been taking steam by storm yep. um which to be fair like from what i understand like i think it's available on mac so uh-huh. um, and i think you can also play it in a web browser so i mean i think it's like you know accessible very accessible you can play it. <laughs> um um but yeah i don't know a ton about it it's supposed to be just like it's very, it reminds me at least in like look to what Loop Hero looked like last year, yeah. where it was mm-hmm. this like very old school computer graphics looking thing. Um, but it's like, it's like a bullet hell. I think it, I think it like, it shoots for you and all you have to yep. do is move around, but you're just like fending off hordes of beasts and yep. monsters. And it's this like, you know, it's this dumb sort of power creep sort of thing. I mean, in a similar way, like it seems really dumb on the surface in a similar way that like loop hero seemed kind of dumb on the surface because loop hero was the characters just auto advancing and they fight on their own. And all you're doing is laying down tiles and doing whatever, but it was the, the strategic element of that. And like Mm -hmm. you building your character to be able to actually do those things, Mm -hmm. like building them up so they could beat these characters and like like laying things out so that they could overcome these challenges like i think it has the same sort of vibe and it seems like one of those things anytime i hear somebody talk about it where it's like it like yeah it seems simple and kind of dumb but like i also could see myself getting like super into it the way that i did with loop hero where i played loop hero for like 30 hours or something i mean i didn't play it for like as long as some people but played a lot of loop hero um and uh could play more. Actually, I could play more Loop Hero. You could play, I would more, like Loop to play more Loop Hero. <laughs> Should you play more Loop um, Hero? Yeah, I never finished it because I was getting to the point where it was like, I think I was at, like, I was 
at an end stage area. And like for me to get there, it was like my runs were like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, like they were yeah, just yeah. like for it to actually like, I think I was at a point where I was having to do some like serious grinding to actually yeah. like make it work. Um, and that's whenever I stepped away, but yeah, that's, um, that's the other big one for me. Nice. I, okay. I mean, there's other stuff like strangers of paradise. I would like to play yes, yeah. uh, Tokyo, but uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, mm-hmm. I'd like to play. Um, you know, there's other stuff that's come out that I would like to play, but you know, who knows what I'll make time for with all of the big stuff coming down. You mean God of War yeah. Ragnarok? God of War Ragnarok announced. Yeah. Uh, still, I'll. I mean, I, I, I believe it will come out on November 9th, whenever yeah. they said, because I, you know, at this point, if they said like if the trailer had just said still coming 2022, then I'd be like, like, yeah, I don't know. But they tell us, but the fact that, right. The fact that it's been in development so long and they're coming, they're making a specific trailer to say, no, it is coming on this specific date. Mark your calendars, take time off of work. Yeah. I think, which I will, I think it's going to come out. I think they're going to hit it. I think it's like, it's probably almost done and they're going to, they, they'll, put it out right then um but i'll tell you what that uh that week is going to be some business for some people because that's uh two days after that comes out starfield comes out no starfield Um, isn't coming out anymore remember what oh yeah it comes out in march february i think february yeah oh poop it yeah i didn't even keep track of it um what else comes out in november Um, Uh, i don't think there's anything else there's something else here. Well, I'll go look for you, November Christopher. Harvest Stella, Skull and Bones, uh, God of Skull War, and Ragnarok. Bones. That was the other one. Valkyrie Elysium, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, okay, so yeah, yes. November's pretty. November's okay. pretty stacked. Yeah. So th- that's what it was. Like, okay, so Starfield's not coming out anymore. Forgot no. about that. Um, but yeah, Skull and Bones was also like after 10 years in development was announced to be coming out yeah november 8th that Uh, i'll believe when i see it (laughs) who knows um we'll see but yeah 10 days later nine days 10 nine days the next friday um pokemon scarlet and violet will be coming out so yeah there's i mean i'll probably be a ton ton, but there's some stuff yeah, I mean, uh, God of War is one of those things where it gets, for me, I'm like, okay, that is going to be like, I'm going to just inhale that in like yep. a weekend, essentially, and be like, wow, that was amazing. That was good. And kind of just like leave it at that. Maybe go replay it. Back, I to, will, back to Elden Ring. That, that will, Oh, I hope not. <laughs> um, okay, I hope I'm done by then. Uh, I do intend to replay 2018's God of War ahead of time. Um, yeah, I, I had too. that intention of like probably mid-October, like tossing that bad boy on. Um, so it's exciting. Very, very exciting. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I will. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a pretty healthy discussion about the new God of War at the end of the year, which is a shock to everybody. Um, who knew? Real question who, who is, knew? <laughs> is it, will it win game of the year over Elden Ring? That is the real question. Who knows? It's, it's one of those two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 
Who knows? Uh, I mean, unless they pull maybe not, out. but yeah, I mean, there they'll be that weirdo who's like, ah, Horizon Forbidden West came out, and they'll be like, shut up. We're talking about real games. Uh-huh. Hey man, I feel attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to play. I'll say, and I legitimately forgot about it, but um, I still do need to play Horizon Forbidden West yeah, before the end of the year too. It's very good. Um, because I, I mean, I replayed Zero Dawn for the purpose of going into yes. yeah. Forbidden West. It's just Forbidden Elden West Ring. was, yeah, it came out, you know, a week before Elden Ring. And I think I was also like, I think a week before Forbidden West is when Sifu came out. So I was in the middle of Sifu and then yeah. um, oh, Sifu was so good. Went into Elden Ring. Yeah. That's a Who game knows? I would want to go Sifu back could and be play. My game of the year. I would like to go back and play just to see like my skill level. Kind yeah. Of thing. I would like to, too. Just like, yeah. do I step back in and just get immediately like destroyed or is yep. there going to be some muscle memory? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Considering the fact <laughs> that I beat the game in like <laughs> while I was 24, I doubt I can do that again. <laughs> who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? But uh, yeah, Corey, I think that's an episode. I think we did it again. Too. Yes, we have. We're, we're here. Yes, the sir. end of your, you know, cozy session where you've been drinking your sweet teas and uh, hot having teas. your croissant berries um, and uh, yeah. or hopefully some wine. Yeah. Some ice I cream. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Have you? Uh, yeah. Um, as an aside, before we finish up, have you been to crumble the gigantic thick cookie factory? No. Should I? So we got a crumble cookies here um we did and they are they're basic i mean they are these like frisbee disc sized like thick ass cookies um like just i mean like two inches just tall like just big boys um okay and there were like lines out the door for them and they have like this really neat setup and they do it in this like they have five six seven cookies that are available on a different, on a certain week. So it's like chocolate chip is the only one that's always available as it should. And the other ones rotate. Um, but you go in you, and they have like a really neat setup and everything. Um, but, and the cookies, like it's very deceiving because like on their, on their screen, it's like, Oh, chocolate chip cookie. It's like 110 calories. It's like, Oh, that doesn't seem all that bad. And then you get this massive cookie and you're like, there's no way that's true. Um, and then you look it up online and it's 110 per serving and each cookie is like four servings. Um, so each of the cookies is, there is not a cookie on their menu that is not below like 500 calories, but they are all, really good they had this week they had a s'mores cookie that almost like had like had a very charred taste like maybe somebody was in the back flambeing it with a blowtorch like it was that's very good okay Um, i you should uh i should go i went to the jenny's in greenville that just opened okay uh jenny's ice cream honestly did not live up to the hype i was very underwhelmed by it yeah okay yeah so sorry for any Jenny lovers yeah. Crumble also has a, they call it crumble cream. They have like half oh. pints of ice okay. cream as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where's it at? Um, it is by our five guys. That is a hall on main street for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. I'm just like, saying. That's like it's, an hour. It's there. If you want, if you want some cookies, <laughs> it's it would right take like there. an hour to get there. <laughs> yeah, but how bad do you want like a dozen of them thickums? I don't know if I want them that bad, man. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I'll I'll check in with you next week. See okay. how you uh, how you fared. If you okay resisted the temptation, ventured. but uh. Yeah, but until then, Corey, where can people find you as they're waiting to see that inevitable picture of your massive box of crumble cookies? Okay, well, they can go and see that picture probably on my story in whenever me and my brother are seeing Thor. Um, I think we're going Wednesday. Oh, I still night. need to see Thor. Or I okay. think we're going Wednesday night to see Thor: Love and Thunder. We we normally okay. go like Thursdays, at like the seven p.m. show at our theater, but he's in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't do that. What? Um, And so he's he's coming back today. So I think we're going to go here in a couple of days and I'll see if you bring me a cookie. But you can go see that post on Wednesday um, (laughs) around like 7.30 p.m. on my Instagram at hash slinging thrasher. Um, Maybe check Thursday. Who knows? Um, just get yeah, just just follow me and just you know check the stories and if there's there's probably a cookie or yeah. Karata, yeah. one of the two. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Stay Thrashy or always follow our uh our our Twitter account Arcade underscore Cozy. Very Where nice. can they find you? Love it, Mister Monroe. You can find me at Swiss One Joe on Twitter. You can find me at Four Point Pixel on Instagram. Um, and you can find us at Arcade Cozy on Instagram as well. You can email yes. us anytime. ArcadeCozy at gmail.com. And of course, as always, our intro music done by the one and only Johnny Be Good 89. Johnny Be Good 89. Follow him on Instagram where he posts really cool music. And Sick even beats. if it's not music, it's some very aesthetic flat lays of his glacier white game boy and all of it's his sick. cool it's really yeah. cool um he's got cool stuff um so yeah check him out um but yeah Corey. uh until sick. next week want to hear all about your crumble cookies yes but, uh <laughs> when before i do i don't know how to segue that um this has been <laughs> arcade guys <Cousins. laughs> life nice. is hectic why should your hobbies be too nice nice nice, nice. Mm-hmm.